because you see even paintings, even paintings carry a biography. Even paintings. And they are waiting to be caught by the light of the imagination, by yours, by yours. So enter in, why not? Why not enter in and imagine that you are there, that you were there, that you are one of the fisher folk, that you are one of the wives of the fisher folk sat up high upon the cliff with your bonnet flapping flapping, flapping like the sails, the canvas sails that lie down below of the fisher boats, the sailing boats. Imagine you are there, resting out among the clouds, gathering up the light to yourself, gathering up the light. A reading life, a writing life, with writer and teacher Sally Bailey. I have just spent three hours speaking to a girl from Shoreham, from Shoreham in West Sussex, the place my grandmother comes from, the port of her provenance, and indeed Shoreham is built around a port, a harbour, a place where the sea and the sky meet around an estuary, a body of water shaped like a basin or a bowl open to the sky, and I am looking at, and I am thinking of, and I am seeing through that famous painting by Joseph Mallard, William Turner, which we were taught to look at at school. Joseph Mallard William Turner, Joseph Mallard William Turner, Joseph Malord William Turner, Joseph Malord William Turner. And my grandmother's name was Turner, and I imagined, and I thought, and I believed, and I felt, and I hoped and dreamed that we were related to the famous painter, Joseph Mallard William Turner, who one summer came down from London, perhaps Chelsea, where he had a studio, to paint the estuary of Shoreham Harbour Port. And he took out his ivy white paper, thick, thick paper, and started to draw in graphite pencil his faint, barely perceptible lines. Because that is how he drew, and that is how he began to paint, and that is how his memory worked, and that is how our memory works. We lay down faint, thin, barely perceptible gossamer lines, grey, silvery snail tracks upon 
the white paper of our mind. And then we come back years later, years later, and we start to contemplate what it was that actually happened in Shoreham by Sea. You may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. The railway line runs there. There are railway tracks. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Ding, ding. I'd like to get off here, please. Not at Brighton, four or five miles along the line. Not at Worthing, four or five miles the other way along the line. But here at Shoreham. And I step out and I hear the seagulls. Caw, 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 And I smell the salt air and the smell of brine and the smell of fish and chips wrapped up in paper, greasy, greasy paper. And I see the fat seagulls lined up along the flint walls, the flint walls that run around the churchyard of St. Mary de Hora. St. Mary de Hora. St. Mary's Church in Shoreham, St. Mary de Hora, which means St. Mary's of the Harbour, of the Port, St. Mary's of the Sea. And I think of the sea mist, and I think of the hoary frost and the hoary mist that rises up from the sea, from the sea. And I think of my grandmother stepping over the rocks, the slippery mossy green weedy rocks in her bare feet and I imagine her climbing around the pointed rocks around the edge of Shoreham Harbour screaming screaming ow 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 she hops and hops like a seabird making her way along the shoreline my grandmother a sandpiper, perhaps. But she is not there in the famous painting by William Mallard Turner. Joseph, first name. No, she is not there. My grandmother is not there. What is there? What is there? What is there? There is a large basin of light. Pearly grey, silvery pearly grey and silvery and barely perceptible ripples of water pushing back against the harbour wall and there is the faint line of the horizon where ink has been dropped to mark out the edge of the sky and there are clouds billowing, billowing, billowing like sails running along the top of the canvas and my eye is grazing, my eye is grazing over the top of the painting and my eye is passing through the clouds because I want, I want to drift away, I want to drift away upon the light and the air of the atmosphere of this famous painting of Shoreham Harbour, painted in 1830, but begun four years earlier, in 1826, when Mr. Joseph Mallard William Turner came down to Shoreham-on-Sea with his ivy-white paper, his sketchbook, 
and began to draw just a few faint, barely perceptible lines pressed down softly, softly upon the paper. Ivy white, he drew on ivy white because it caught the light, the light. And the light is what the painter sees, and the light is what the painter wants. And when I look, when I look now at this painting, nearly 200 years on, nearly 200 years on, I want the light. I want the light, and I want the movement of the clouds passing across the sky from left to right, from right to left. And I want to clutch at that pool of light in the centre and pass my eyes through it and pass my mind through it and rinse out the clog and the dirt, the clog and the dirt of the day, my distraction, my anxiety, my willfulness, my intentions, my hopes, my fears, all the things I have not done, I want to leave them there, in that space between the clouds where the light is breaking through, pale blue, pale, pale blue, water, the colour of colour of life, life, life. And all around on the harbour edge, which I trace now with my finger, around and around the edge I go with my finger, and I feel the sand, and I feel the sand and the shingle, and I cross over the rickety old boats left stranded lying out high upon the shore, wooden boats, rusty boats, metal hinges broken, broken, and I run my finger over the elevated platform of the fishermen who are wheeling out their catch. And my finger is turning, and my finger is turning and turning and turning to make the shape of a wheel, a wheel. It is wheeling around, it is reeling around, it is dancing, it is dancing, and it is catching the light. And my eye, it rests upon the white, the white of the harbour master's house on the right hand side of the canvas, and the white of the sails of the small fishermen's boats left out to dry and the white of the caps of the women sitting up, up upon the cliff, looking down upon the harbour, looking down upon the working men, looking down upon the wooden boats laid out like little crates like little boxes waiting to be filled with their catch, 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 catch. Minnows, minnows, no, no, bass, sea bass, cod, sea bass, sea bass, cod, cod. And two boats, two boats left out far across the other side, stranded, 
stranded, without hope, without hope, two boats left behind. Where are their lives? Where are their lives? Where are their people? Where are their fishermen? Where are their hands? Where are their labourers? Where are the men who will work them? And in the centre, and in the centre, my finger goes. My finger goes to the silvery sheen of the water inside the basin of Shoreham Harbour's estuary, the port, the place where my grandmother grew up, the place where I would like to return to catch again some of her light. Edna May For you see, the thing about this painting is that all seems to be perfectly still. But actually, once you start to pass through the canvas and enter in, you begin to see that it is made, it is made entirely of movement, a circle, wheeling, a circle of light, the clouds turning, the light turning, the hands turning of the fishermen folk and the women and the women on the cliff, threading and threading and threading, mending their fishermen's nets, treading and treading up the steep slope to the top, where they sit for a moment, looking out upon the place where they were born. Thank you for listening to A Reading Life, A Writing Life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, give us a review, or mention us to friends or on social media. Thank you.